This is episode 50, Understanding Hyperthyroidism. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. Welcome back, you guys. Our last episode was all about hypothyroidism and I wanted to do the next <laughs> um, set in the series where we're talking about hyperthyroidism. Now, hyperthyroidism is a lot less common when it comes to thyroid imbalances. And so I do suggest um, that you go back and listen to hyper, sorry, hypothyroidism, um, that episode, because I'm also explaining a little bit more about how the thyroid works and lab work and different things like that. So when it comes to thyroid I've said this before, up to about 60% of those with thyroid conditions are unaware of their diagnosis because a lot of times they're not getting the right testing to get properly diagnosed. And hyperthyroidism affects about 2 to 5% of all women and mainly between the ages of 20 to 40 years old. Now, if you have Hashimoto's, or um, an autoimmune condition, you may bounce back and forth between hyper and hypo. And so your symptoms can <laughs> can swing from one way to the next way um, and just be really difficult to kind of regulate with, with the two of those. So when it comes to hyperthyroidism, most are diagnosed when your TSH, so thyroid stimulating hormone that is produced by the pituitary gland is low and free T4 and free T3 are elevated. Basically, the thyroid is overproducing hormones. Now, like I said, go back and listen to hypothyroidism um, because that's where I break down TSH, T3, and T4. So what are some of the symptoms that you will experience with hyperthyroidism? Um, these are going to be just the most common symptoms that we what, that you would experience that we see: nervousness, irritability, increase in sweating, heart tra- tremor, heart racing, hand tremors, anxiety, difficulty sleeping, thinning of your skin, brittle nails, brittle hair, weakening in your muscles, especially in your upper right arms or thighs, where you just feel weak. Off frequent bowel movements, so this is what I like to call <laughs> rapid dumping, where you're going to the bathroom three or more times per day. Weight loss, 
excessive appetite, so you're eating a ton, but you're still losing weight, irregular menstrual cycles, um, maybe you'll be skipping cycles, maybe they'll just kind of be all over the place, they're early, they're late, lots of energy, often too much, so you're having a hard time winding down, and we see a lot of anxiety, so like those racing thoughts, inability to just kind of calm the body. And then it turns into this lack of energy as the body breaks down. So you'll have this like huge, I can do anything. I'm on top of the world. Get it done. Get it done. Keep going, pushing, 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 going. And then all of a sudden you notice your body is like, (laughs) also bulging eyes. We call these thyroid eyes. If you've never heard that expression before, I remember the first time I did, I went and Google searched it (laughs) and it's totally a thing. Um, So your eyes are just kind of more puffy. They're popping out a little bit more goiters and Graves disease. So why is TSH so low? The pituitary hypothalamus and adrenal, again, also known as the HPA axis, is part of the endocrine system and communication um, and it communicates with each other throughout the day. When the body perceives stress, for those of us with hyperthyroidism, I don't have it, but for those of you with hyperthyroidism, this is usually a form of emotional or environmental stress. Chemicals, maybe you're overly stressed, overly worked, going crazy. The hypothalamus will tell the pituitary gland to slow down. It'll slow down It'll so that the thyroid will produce more thyroid hormones to just keep the body functioning. So TSH will slow down and then the thyroid has to kind of ramp up. So a low TSH level really isn't a thyroid problem, you guys. It's really an imbalance of the HPA axis. So working with a skilled practitioner, a functional practitioner, um, myself, our team can help you figure out why you're having that emotional or environmental stress and help you develop the skills that you need to remove those stressors, to deal with the stress a little bit better, so on and so forth. The next two questions that we get are why are my T4, my free T4 high and why is my free T3 high? Most often free T3 is high because there is a severe form of that emotional or environmental stress such as synthetic pesticides, heavy metal toxicity, and possibly a glyphosate um, toxicity as well. Glyphosate is going to be chemicals that are sprayed on your food, especially wheat, gluten, those types of things. And when it comes to free T3, that can be high because the thyroid is making too much T4 and it's just simply being converted into that free T3 because there's there's too much. So your body says, okay, this is what I need to do in order to deal with it. So the standard way that your doctor or your physician is going to treat hyperthyroidism is through an anti-thyroid medication. It's going to suppress your thyroid so that it stops making thyroid hormones. And that's really the place that they start when it comes to hyperthyroidism. Typically, if they can't get it regulated and can't get things kind of balanced out, they will move to a radioactive iodine. So radioactive iodine is given to over 70% of U.S. adults with hyperthyroidism. According to the American Thyroid Association, it effectively destroys the cell that produces thyroid. Common side effects of this is going to include 
dry mouth, dry eyes, sore throat, and changes in taste. If you have goiters or nodules or something that is also impacting your thyroid that is pushing you into that hyperthyroidism, they your doctor may recommend removing your thyroid completely. Um, a section of it, so half of it or all of the thyroid gland can be removed. And then you will have to take thyroid um, hormones, thyroid supplements to prevent hypothyroidism, which occurs when you have that underactive thyroid that secretes a little too much thyroid hormone. Also, beta blockers um, may be implemented to help you control or regulate those rapid heart pulses or that rapid heartbeat, sweating, anxiety, high blood pressure. And most people, um, I'm going to say traditionally, (laughs) medically, if that's what we're going after, you're going to respond pretty decent to that. However, at that point, you become dependent upon thyroid medication. You become dependent upon medication. I have no other (laughs) um, Western medicine forever. And so if it were up to me and any advice that I can give, if you can keep or save your thyroid or any organs, your gallbladder, um, whatever it may be, you're always going to be better off. Our body was designed to keep those things, but anytime we have to remove things or maybe we just didn't know that we had alternative options, there are things that we can do to help support that. So let's talk about some things to help in the intermediate before going to surgery um, and also or radioactive iodine treatment. So some things that help. Number one, you guys, proper diet. Focusing on those minerals, things like calcium, sodium ratios, that's all important in helping to prevent hyperthyroidism. And working with, again, a skilled practitioner to help you work on diet, nutritional supplements, exercise, all of that. Hyperthyroidism can also lead to your bones becoming weak and thin, which can lead to osteoporosis. So getting your vitamin D levels checked can also be really important in helping to make sure that you have what the nutrients that you need for good, strong, healthy bones. The next thing that I'm going to recommend you guys is ask your practitioner for a full thyroid panel making sure that you are collecting data over a period of time to really make sure that it is hyperthyroidism and maybe not Hashimoto's or another autoimmune condition. At a bare minimum, you should be getting RAN, TSH, TPO, TGAB, free T3, and free T4. Now, there are several others that I recommend in our thyroid panel guide. Um, that you can get as well, like reverse T3, total T3, total T4. Um, Those types of things can also be very beneficial in addition to vitamin D levels, ferritin, um, getting a regular CBC panel. Again, I am just a huge advocate for you guys really figuring out what your normal is before we jump straight into radioactive iodine treatment or surgery because we're fearful, right? Sometimes and, and I've been caught in this mess myself. I remember a couple of years ago, they found nodules. And one of the first things they said, <laughs> the doctor said when she walked into the room and the ultrasound tech, she said, you know, her mom had thyroid cancer just in passing. But I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they found something because <laughs> they wouldn't let me look at the screen. And 
then she continues talking and she's saying, yeah, we see antibodies. Yeah, we see damage. Yeah, oh, there's this lump and that lump and let's measure them. And I'm like, I'm walking out thinking, oh my gosh. And she tells me, you know, we're going to do a biopsy and I'm, I'm fighting back tears. You guys, they're giving me tissues because they can tell that I'm just about ready to lose it. And I was scared. I was so fearful. And if it was in that moment and they said, Hey, look, you know, having the radioactive iodine treatment or surgery to remove it completely, I would have been like, yeah, okay, whatever you recommend. <laughs> and then I probably would have regretted it later um, because I wouldn't have taken the time to really evaluate all my options. And again, this is why I'm so passionate about just teaching and educating you guys and giving you options because there are always more options than just one or two. And when it comes to me being mom, I tell my kids there's a solution to every problem. And sometimes it takes us taking that step back, looking at it, being constructive, getting a second opinion, getting a third opinion, you know, talking to several different people to figure out <laughs> what's going to be the best option for us, our lifestyle, um, and, and so on and so forth. So next tip. So if your free T4 levels are high, then I recommend eating or increasing your consumption of raw cruciferous vegetables. These are going to be broccoli, kale, leafy greens, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, etc. These raw veggies can help inhibit the uptake of iodine into the thyroid, which can help naturally lower free T4 levels. Next tip, number three, number four, I don't remember which one we're on. <laughs> Take steps to support your adrenals. Remember, we talked about how hyperthyroidism is a result of stress, emotional or um, environmental. So supporting the adrenals is probably one of the most important things that you can do because anyone anyone with low TSH levels has been dealing with some kind of adrenal issue. And I can't tell you how many people who have taken this steps that I've listed and come back in with um, within a month, two months, three months, telling me how much better they're already feeling. And not only that, but their thyroid is starting to level out. We see this happen in a lot of people who are starting to go through menopause. Typically, they go towards the hypothyroid side, um, but they can go hyper just, again, based off environmental things. Number five, I think we're at, <laughs> reduce your sugar intake. You guys, I know this is hard. Sugar is so addictive for the body, um, and oftentimes we use it as a way to just deal with the emotional stress, deal with the fatigue. But I promise you, if you can cut it back, cut it out, you're going to feel so much better. And tip number six, remember working with a qualified practitioner to help you figure out what all this means. Look at your lifestyle. It is so important. You guys, it took me years to find a doctor. I went from this doctor to that doctor, running this test to that test you know, to do what I needed to do to figure out how to balance out my thyroid and to also feel supported by my doctors and my physicians. I can't stress this enough, you guys. <laughs> um, even if you don't feel like you have the money to invest in this, I promise you more money can be made, right? We can put it on credit cards. We can pay it off. We can ask for alternative payment plans. We can 
do Uber Eats. We can... (laughs) We can do grocery pickup. We can instant cart. You guys can deliver groceries. I've had a lot of clients who are single moms, who have one income, who have little tiny babies. Dads don't pay child support. Some of them are even on disability and they're missing out on a yearly income because they are on disability and they want nothing more than to get back to work and to do the things that they need to, and they have made the sacrifices to get the help, to work with us, to work with our team. And they will all tell you that it was well worth the investment because they showed up for themselves. They did the work. They saw the results. And our team, our, our success coaches are incredible. They are following up with you. We're giving you detailed notes every single week about your journals, about your lifestyle, We have two coaching calls per week. You get one-on-one coaching. You guys can message us every day, Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday. I kind of phased out on that one um, with questions and we can answer them and we will support you and we will guide you and we build a custom protocol for you guys. So I know a lot of you are listening and you're like, just tell me what to do. (laughs) Just give me the one thing, the two things. And unfortunately, no thyroid disease, no thyroid person is the same. We don't have the same triggers. Yes, there may may be some similarities, but you guys need to be treated as an individual. And that is one of the things that I pride myself on and the way that we work with our clients. We truly show up for you guys in the capacity that you need. And we're constantly making improvements. We're constantly evaluating our process so that we can give you what you need when you need it. All right, you guys, thank you for joining. As always, if you found value in today's episode, head over to Instagram. Actually, leave us a review, screenshot it, share it with us on Instagram so we can personally thank you for your time and energy and for also being a loyal listener. We'll see you guys in the next. Wait before you go. Please subscribe. If you found value in today's episode, leave us a review and share on Instagram. And please tag us. We love your reviews.